Welcome to the Prolific Pulse Poetry Podcast. This is your host, Lisa Tomey. Today, we have Jill Sharon Kimmelman, who will be talking about her new book, You Are the Poem. Welcome to the Prolific Pulse Poetry Podcast. This is your host, Lisa Tomey. Today, we have someone who is no stranger to Prolific Pulse Poetry Podcast, we have Jill Sharon Kimmelman. Welcome, Jill. Thank you, Lisa. And congratulations, because You Are the Poem is almost ready for publication. That's right. It's becoming real. Yes. And full disclosure, folks, I mean, Jill and I have been working on this book together. I'm I'm publishing it through Prolific Pulse Press, and Jill has been a wonderful, wonderful person to work with to get this show on the road and to show off this beautiful poetry by one of my favorite poets. Congratulations for this. I'm just so excited. I'm going to pull up on the screen the actual picture of the actual cover. Great. There we go. Um, And the cover design was by Annette Harpley. Mm-hmm. And uh, Jill, can you tell us a little bit about how the cover came about? Because I think it's just fascinating how it all came together. Those of you who may know me know that my husband is a burn survivor. And since 2018, he has been having to go frequently into the hospital. So one day last summer, it was, um, I believe in July of 2020, he was expected to come home from the nursing home. My mom brought over those magnificent hydrangeas as a welcome home gift. They still had the dew on them from her garden. And she brought them over. I photographed them. Tim did not end up coming home. He ended up staying, being transferred from the hospital to the nursing home. But I've always kept that photo. And I kept those flowers alive for a very long time. And the history of that photo, I always knew I would write a book someday. I knew the title. I knew I wanted that cover. Beyond that, everything evolved. And while I was considering publishers and wasn't even um, signed up with anyone, Lisa, you and Jody your daughter, made me a surprise gift of these. They sent me four little cards, like thank you note size, with the lavender stock. Our favorite shared color is purple, Lisa and I. And they had cut out perfectly a picture exactly like you see of the photograph. And at that point, I didn't have a publisher. 
a couple weeks later, we began talking. And the next thing I knew, that hydrangea photo brought me permanently to Lisa, who is publishing this book. And it remains something incredibly special to both of us. You'll find it in the dedication to Lisa, which she even helped me craft because I have no words to express what it has been like to work with Lisa on this book. And it all started with a photograph of hydrangeas for my husband, who is still in the hospital. And we certainly do hold him up in our prayers. Oh, Thank definitely. you. He's, he's such a dear heart and is such your number one cheerleader. Yep. Um, he records poetry for you. And, and he also wrote a poem that's going to be in the book. It's called You Knew. And I would love it if you'd read that for us. He actually did a two-part dedication. One is the poem. He's not a poet, at least now I think he really is. It's going to take him a bit of adjustment because he's been a photojournalist since the age of 14. But um, he... He says it's by hanging out with me, um, but I don't know where his beautiful poems come from. But every single morning since he went in the hospital on April the 26th, so he's been there now deep into his seventh month. And every morning, because he can't give me a good morning hug, he sends me a little gift. It's usually a small limerick, and sometimes it's a poem. It's the promise of a poem. And I edit it with him, and we work together, and it becomes something that we're both very proud of. This one, he did all by himself. He gave me the gift of this poem for every reader of the book and also a magnificent photograph. I'm not sure if Lisa will be able to share it, but it is on the opposite page of this poem. And as I mentioned, Tim was burned a long time ago when he was 12 years old. So this is told from his perspective, a letter to me. You knew by Tim Little. All my life, I limped alone, hid my scars in silent shame, kept a tight hold on my cane. Now, I wear shirts that bear my arms without a care. My eyes fill up with tears when I see you stand there. Who knew that my life would no longer be the same you knew? Who knew I would ever be loved 
find a perfect woman who would become my wife. We exchanged rings beneath the prayer shawl for two. It's perfect, it's right, it's forever. Who knew I would ever be so happy? You knew. My limp is more pronounced. You need a knee that's new. Who knew that my memories are of joyful things we have yet to do? A path blazing toward our eternity. God blessed me with you. You knew. By Tim Little, Summer 2021. Lisa, thank you for putting that magnificent photo up. Tim brought those flowers home. Thank you. Thank you for reading that. That's a beautiful poem. And interestingly enough, um, it's I mentioned to Jill yesterday that this book is kind of like a love sandwich. It starts out with the poem you knew from Tim. At the end, it ends with a date. Um, it's I'm sorry. To I'm going to say it wrong for Jack from your Jill, and um, so the beginning it's the poem from Tim. At the end, well, you're in for a surprise, and you'll see how the two come together. Yes. Don't want to give everything away. <laughs> no, there are a lot of surprises in this book. A lot. It's been a lot of fun to put it together. We we have discovered um, Adobe Spark as being our best friend to play mm -hmm. with. We've had some wonderful sessions of creating these graphics for the book. It's it's been a blast. We just we decided that would be a good sideline just for the fun of it. <laughs> just for the fun of it. Just for the yes. fun of it. Absolutely. Yes. Jill, I would love it if you would read the the theme poem for the book. Um, you are the poem, and I'm going to share the wonderful graphic that goes with that. Yes, that is an illustration. It's an actual painting, and it was done by a marvelous illustrator that it lives in Pakistan. When you see this in the book, you will see every detail. This artist also illustrated one of my favorite poems in the book. There are poems throughout about friendship and sisterhood and the unity of our great big amazing global poetry family. And this one additional poem that has previously been shared is brought magnificently to life by um, Fatima. That is her name, the illustrator. I'd like to read the poem, You Are the Poem. There actually are two interpretations. The first is there is poetry in every moment. And I think we're all aware of that, much more so since we as 
an entire community around the world. We're, we're all in chorus creating the idea, the concept, delivering to our readers that despite all the darkness, despite the pandemic, despite mounting death counts, we have reasons to celebrate. And You Are the Poem is a love story that celebrates a young woman waiting for her husband to return. Now, getting back to that, there's another message, and this is entirely true. When the United States went to war, first in Iraq, then later in Afghanistan, a group was formed in the home state where I live in Delaware in the USA called Delaware Boots on the Ground. They actually were created immediately following the initial deployment of our troops in this part of the country. In 2009, I gave this poem to Delaware Boots on the Ground. It was for several years something that every single soldier received upon deployment. They also had access to it, as did their loved ones, in a section on Delaware Boots on the Ground. It was called Messages from Home, because back in the early part of this new century, you couldn't just pick up your phone and call the US the way you could now. Um, the poem is no longer on Delaware Boots on the Ground, but it was for many years. And I'm proud to say that I continued to have um, contact with the Board of Governors as, as um, this poem was shared over a number of years. It's a short piece. You are the poem. I will wait for you. You are the poem that fills my heart this morning. I sip my coffee, your favorite dark brew, cinnamon scented with vanilla, lots of cream, just the way I always made it for us. I selected your rooster mug with the tiny chip from our shelf of mismatched mugs. You had bent down to place sweet kisses upon my rosy lips when it slipped from my grasp. Do you remember? I keep myself warm, bundled deep within your sweaters, my spirit nourished by the pages of your letters. You are the dream I will awaken from when I feel your kiss upon my cheek. Come home safe. 
to me. Thank you, Lisa. Thank you, Jill. Beautiful, beautiful poem. You're such a beautiful reader. You really are. Thank you. Thank you. Now, I know with um, Tim being in the hospital and yourself, you know, also having had the experience um, that inspired a poem um, regarding all the people that are such frontline caregivers that sometimes we maybe even take for granted. And um, I think it's real important to think about with COVID on top of everything else. Yes. Um, people really are, you know, frontline troopers to, to battle with this, you know, pandemic and, and all that's going on. So mm-hmm. not only are we have, do we have the caregivers in the, the medical field doing their, their job of, of what they do day to day, but then you add COVID and it's like, whoa, this is, this is a lot to deal with. And you wrote this beautiful, beautiful poem. It's probably my favorite poem in the whole book. I didn't know that. Yeah, it is. Okay. And um, I would love if you would read it. And I will share the screen with the picture of that. Um, And let's pull that up. Here we go. All right. And whenever you're ready. This poem is called Double Shift. When you are a nurse and they ask you after a 12 hour shift, hey, someone can't come in right now. Uh, They have a sick child at home or they suddenly tested positive after volunteering to work three weeks on the COVID floor. For whatever reason it is, a nurse says yes, and she works another 12 hours, or he works another 12 hours. And that's what you call a double shift. This poem was written while I was a patient in the hospital. My room happened to be the quietest room on the floor and it was the calmest place. So you'd be amazed at how many nurses found their way into my room. And I would see their faces and I would see them from the beginning of their shift throughout periods in the day observing, watching, not saying much. And the end result was this poem that I began as a patient and finished while I was still a patient. Once I came home, I made the editing changes because the Wi-Fi in the hospital doesn't even let you send it back home but I wrote it and it is written with gratitude to page, uh, from patients to all nurses in appreciation for their exceptional um, devotion and dedication. And now 
far more than me, but for nurses everywhere, for everyone on the front lines of this battle called Corona. They are masked, they are dedicated, and unfortunately, often they are unrecognized. They are the heroes. They are the nurses. And this is for them. Double shift. Another crazy, chaotic workday looms. 24 hours. Can you do it? Perhaps you must turn a deaf ear to the noisy chatter of concerns threatening to topple every textbook, fence post, memorized statistic inside your already bleary mind. It's not a day for dreaming dreams and sipping coffee slowly. It's a day for getting through, under, over, and out the door. Minute by minute, hour after hour, they call out your name, clinging in corners, patience with fears, so many lost souls riddled with grief, their red-rimmed eyes swimming with tears. Anxious patients wait, not always patiently, pressing, repressing, pounding their buttons. You cannot ignore those incessant bells. Needy people needing you, each one demanding something different, a break, a meal, a hug, change for the bus. Their chatter turns to shouting, demands soar, lines swell, fighting against their dying, headed for heaven. They're scared. You are too. Face it. Some days are just plain hell. They need you to take them outside their confusion, miles away from their pain. 13 hours to go. Welcome back, hero, to the frenzy to the chaos, to that tiny spark of someone's hope. Do they say the words aloud or is it enough just to see thanks in their smile on a face that hasn't smiled in perhaps a dozen years? So many sounds, too many sounds, by day's end, you are ready, more than ready for silence. When it comes, it is too quiet. You lay restless, engulfed in dark stillness. Sleep has become your unanswered prayer. 
you realize then it hits you hard. You haven't heard that cherished voice all day. When at last you make the call, she is half asleep. Her words are soft. You clutch them to you as a prize. Finally, now you can close your eyes. You helped a few souls. You fought the good fight. Your work day fades to black as she enters your dreams, beautiful in resplendent light. Thank you. Thank you. Wow. Gives me chill bumps. <laughs> really beautiful. Jill said a, um, on November 13th, we are going to have the book launch for You Are the Poem. And I'll be putting the Eventbrite link in the show notes so that people can click on that and get a ticket and or tickets. And uh, that will access them to the Zoom link because this is mm -hmm. online. And I'm really looking forward to that. November 13th at 2 p.m. Eastern time. That's New York time. And can you tell us, Jill, a little bit about who's going to be there and what's, what's going to happen? Absolutely. Um, I am surrounded by friends at this event. Annette Tarkley, my, one of my very dearest friends, um, she's a legend on Facebook. Everyone knows her. Not only did she gift me with this magnificent cover design, she wrote the foreword, which had me in tears. She will be sharing two poems. One, I have heard her do before on a Sparrow video that you can find on my Sparrow playlist on YouTube, but it's called Until We Meet Again. It's based on a true story and it is told from the perspective of a young wife, the last hour of her life with her husband. It, um, it's been published a couple of times, but it's, I believe, earned its place in the book. Annette will also be sharing a poem. It was actually the very last one that made it into the book, right, Lisa? It's called Contemplation of a Phoenix Rising. And it was inspired by a simple remark that Annette and I had in conversation. And the result was a few minutes later, this poem, it's dedicated to her. I wrote it for her and she requested to share it. There were, I will also, Lisa and I will also be joined by my precious girl, my beloved mentor, um, protege, Sometimes she's the mentor. Sometimes I'm the protege. Everybody knows Elizabeth um, Ogamundante, and she is from Nigeria, and she is 14 years old, 
Elizabeth has her own Facebook group. Elizabeth has co-authored books and has just finished a book called I Want to Go to School. It is the cover is beyond adorable. And she has gotten it into the Nigerian public school system curriculum for kindergartners. Lizzie will be sharing two poems, one that her father Richard wrote for us and Lizzie will be sharing that. Lisa, can you um, show that illustration by any chance? Yes, I can pull no. that up. Okay. Take me just um, a moment. That's great. She has a poem in this book that is called My Precious Girl. And when we get a chance to take a look, you'll understand. There are several poems that I have written for Lizzie. Our relationship is so precious to me and to her that the phone will ring and it doesn't matter where I am or where she is. She could be in a store, I could be in bed and the phone rings and says Elizabeth and I answer it and she's in Nigeria and I'm in the States and I hear her cheery voice and she has the most amazing amount of energy one could imagine. That's the picture right there. Those two hands across the globe. Lizzie and I are just like that. And I do pray that we will continue. So she'll be sharing two poems. One is My Precious Girl, and the other was written by her dad for us that celebrates our friendship. And that poem actually lists um, by Richard the, all the different obstacles we might face in the world, but yet we are glued to each other. And the title tells it all. Um, my friend, Lynette Bilski, there's thank you very much for that. Glued to each other. My friend, Lynette Bilski will be joining us from Michigan, USA. She will be, she is not a poet. She is just a beautiful soul with an extraordinary heart. She, I cherish her, I love her, I believe in her, and we try very hard to have coffee together on Messenger or Zoom a few times a month. She will be sharing a poem that I wrote for her called In Fields of Friendship. And I believe I put out a book promotion with that. But if not, I'll try it again. Um, do, and my friend, Tammy Hendricks, she will be here to share a poem that Moon Moon Samantha, who is recovering from a serious illness and an accident. And so she most likely 
will not be able to join us, but if she can, it'll be the most wonderful surprise. Tammy will still stay with us and share another poem, but the poem she's sharing is called Caged Bird Sings Her Song. And those of you who are familiar with Maya Angelou know, of course, that title was inspired by Maya Angelou's autobiography. I know why the caged bird sings. Moon Moon, my sister Sam is how I think of her, is a young mother from India. I've known her for four years and I've watched her son grow up. She never wrote poetry. She always considered herself a writer of stories. And together, our poems, I think, have gotten better and better as we work together. Um, have I missed anyone, Lisa? I think you, co I think you covered it. Probably me, right? Oh, what well, I'm going to share? The guest of honor. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I plan to share a poem that is representative of how sacred and precious I believe bonds of friendship and sisterhood are. And you will see them sprinkled throughout all three of the themed collections. And the one that I've chosen, if, if Sam is able to be with us, she will share it. If not, I will share it. It is called Missing Your Poet's Voice. I have that poem to share. I'd like to also share something that's never been seen before, nor have I read it before. It is called, uh, it is a letter to my dad who passed away when I was 18 years old, a first semester freshman in college. Um, he was young, I was young, my mom was a widow and my dad um, struggled. Um, he didn't want to leave us. The last poem in this book is called For Jack from Your Jill. And I will be sharing that. In addition, I think I have a couple more, but we'll just let that be flexible for now. Okay. Thank you, Jill. You're welcome. <laughs> so everybody marked it on your calendars, November 13th, 2 p.m. Eastern time. And we will be doing the book launch for You Are the Poem. I can't hardly wait. Book is here. I won't be much longer. You'll see it available on Amazon. Lisa, the reason it has no, not for resale is because we're on our third proof, right? <laughs> yes. We want to get it exactly. Right. The attention to detail, thanks yes. to both of us being perfectionists, is evident throughout. Um, perhaps you could talk about the themed collections, because I feel like I'm the only one talking. Oh, that's fine. Yes, there are three collections. Um, I'll pull up my page here because, uh, you know, 
senior moments, but the first collection is called Timeless Love. And um, that has uh, several poems in this. And then the next one is called an eclectic mix. And we're not going to share the pictures for those. It's going to be a surprise no, when you there open are a lot of the surprises. Book. So if you want to see the pictures, you got to get the book, right? And uh, the last part is looking back. And so as you can tell, it's kind of looking back into special moments in time. And uh, I can't say enough about the, the value of the poems in this book. You know, Jill is, is definitely a prolific poet. When she reads her poetry, it always stimulates thought. So she definitely gets my prolific poet award for being, <laughs> uh, being one who stimulates thought. And that's what being prolific is all about. We want people to be thinking about certain things. And um, that's why this is prolific pulse and uh really really uh i can't say enough about how excited i am for november 13th to get here and then we can get this this fine little published book in our hot little hands right um it'll be available on amazon for the paperback version but down the road we will be having ebook available ibook available um so um, if that's your preferred way of reading the book, that's that's going to be coming up. But um, definitely um, paperback, and I'm sure Jill will be providing autograph versions as well. So yes, I have book signings set up actually locally, and also I already have orders in physical bookstore Wonderful. as well as two high-end stationery stores that have decided to physically carry it on their shelves something kind of unheard of it really for, is so we're pretty excited Lisa yes. and I are extremely <laughs> excited about it yes very much so I I was like when she's told me this I'm like what no, I mean, because this just does not happen this way. But, no. you know, you you worked hard, Jill, and you made your contacts. You were aggressive. And, um, you know, that's what it takes to, to get it out there. So I'm very proud of you. I can't say how proud, enough how proud of you I am. Thank feel like, you. I feel like I had something to do with helping to, to bring this to fruition. So I'm really happy. It would not happy, have been happy. possible without you we're a team this, we're sisters you know that's right and we didn't even know that we were both going to wear the exact same tops <laughs> this morning yeah so i also have an author page on amazon um, yes. which lizzie has been building for me mm -hmm. so if you're interested please check it out let me know that you like it by following me and I'm looking to follow as many authors as I can because this is all new for me yes. I am learning something every single day I didn't know Lisa's the origin I thought prolific meant how quickly can you get the poems out and I was a <laughs> bit confused by that because no 
I don't write that fast, but now I have a greater understanding of the name. Mm -hmm. So yes, we're learning every day. And this book is unique in so many ways. Um, I've shared privately some glimpses inside the covers and that resulted in an overwhelming outpouring of support. And we actually received um, requests from people like published authors who have supported me for a long time, who come to open mics, who invite me to their events. And I can't say enough about how much it means to me that their words introduce the book. Sarfraz Ahmed, who everybody knows, wrote the back cover text for me. Um, I've done it for two of his books, one with Annette, Two Hearts, that was published in February of 2021. And then Sarfraz had his own book, Stab the Pomegranate, his fourth book. And that came out in August. And he's still doing an excellent job. There we go. I love that picture. Um, he's doing an excellent job of promoting it. But in addition to Annette's forward, Lisa's unbelievable access, support, Support, cheerleading, everything. Um, it's been amazing to know that so many people have privately contacted me and said, we'd like to say something about this. So we open before we even do anything. When you open the book, are how many pages? Four pages of comments? Yeah, it's at least four. I think so, from some of my very, very favorite poet friends, names that will be recognizable to all of you. So I want to thank so many people. And Lisa said I practically thanked everyone. But I want to make sure if I didn't, if I missed you, please know you're in my thoughts and I'll catch you on the next book. Okay. Thank you so much, Jill, for coming on here today. Um, I'll be putting some links in the show notes so people know where to okay. find you. Um, you have a page on prolificpulse.com as well. Mm -hmm. um, they it's can go beautiful. on there and just click on Jill Sharon Kimmelman on the header and go right to the page. And on there are some YouTube videos I selected um, and also some audio um, to play back. And um, now that Tim has recorded Cubby's Joy. I'm going to get that. Oh, that's there. great. Wait till, <laughs> wait till you hear that. I, that I can't wait. So, it's playful. It's fun. We wrote it together over this summer. It was, it was one of his early morning hugs to me. And it turned <laughs> out to be the cutest poem. And he wants it to do a cartoon. It is. It's adorable. So the, the, the book celebrates all kinds mm -hmm. of, of happy, optimistic, um, 
just it's a it's my gift to everybody yeah i'm so blessed to have the opportunity to finally be able to give back all that's been offered to me every opportunity every event um the chance to work with lisa get in her queue if you <laughs> want a book published because she's on a roll right now <laughs> thank, thank you. you well jill you are the gift and you thank are the you. poem thank you so much for being on here it's today. been my pleasure thank, thank you, you. Thank you for listening to our podcast today. Come back again soon. Would you like to be on our podcast? Send an email to prolificpulse at gmail.com and we'll get back to you soon. Thank you. Have a good day.